campers, and welcome to Camp Cryptid. We're your hosts, Louis Stardust and Erica Fett. What's up, you merry mermaids? Mermaids! Mermaids! What's a perfect uh, choice for today's episode? I was having a really hard time figuring out what to name it, right? Because there's so many ways we can go about it. Uh, but we were just kind of bouncing back and forth, and we were talking about how the ocean is quite mysterious. And yeah, so, I think we got on like a huge tangent the one day before an episode, and we were just like, the ocean is so scary. And then we're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. We have to be um, like 10 episodes on the ocean. <laughs> abs- absolutely. That's why I think it's going to be a multi parter because you have oceans, then you have like, you know, this one is all about cryptids. So we're going to talk about like cryptids and creatures of the deep sea and just weird stuff like that. Uh, but I mean, w- there's room to talk about swamps, there's rooms to talk about ghost ships. There's honestly so much we could discuss and, and just folklore in general. So kind of a wide uh, array of topics for us to talk about yeah we're really excited I mean even if you just think about like how crazy some of the deep sea fish look like angler fish and stuff to me that right there is like really really crazy from giant squids mutant alligators huge sharks and of course Nessie there are creatures in the sea that we've seen represented throughout films and novels and various media uh I guess the question that we have today is is there truth to these tales or is the ocean just so incredibly large that we may never have our answers? Uh, while I was researching cryptids, I found a bunch of really gross animals, <laughs> a lot of gross fish and things that I just feel like shouldn't exist. So I put them <laughs> in here. And if you have anything you would like to add, Erica, or people who are listening, I would love to hear it from you. I mean, the ones you actually have on the list, I was like, off the top of my head, I was like, some of these are exactly on my list. Absolutely. I post, I also um, am sharing them to you in case you haven't seen them, but it sounds like you have them. Everybody knows, like, of anglerfish, right? Like, that is the one thing to me that when I first saw those as a kid, I'm like, that should not be real. That is definitely super spooky. Yes. Um, So we do know what the blobfish is. The blobfish is just like that really sad looking uh, pile of slime that doesn't look like it should be real. It's very sad. Uh, Giant squids actually exist, which, uh, you know, we we always hear myths and different theories on them. But there's actually a uh, record in, I believe, Japan where the largest squid was 43 feet long. And then there's also video footage of a 20 foot long squid, which we'll share on our Discord or I'm sorry, which we will share on our Reddit as well. Um, you know, something like a little vampire squid, which is very cute with its little webs. Uh, goblin sharks are absolutely a menace to society. And so are these just like giant isopod things that look like giant cockroaches with hard shells. And I absolutely hate it. Yeah. Like, dude, man, deep sea stuff. I mean, it's when you're getting into like that deep sea, like where it's just these crazy mutated, like biologically advanced, like just creatures that just look like fucking nightmares well do you like going into the ocean i guess is kind of my first question for you okay so i was always cool with going into the ocean and then i saw like a microscopic video of like one drop of ocean water and i was like nope (laughs) (gasps) i haven't watched it please send it to me that sounds interesting. yeah okay i actually let me look that up right now i'll send it to you i'll tell you my weird ocean stuff so first off uh i love the ocean but i am from new jersey so our water is disgusting and so i do not like to go on it uh me as a child I think like the most like traumatic thing to me which is just a gross story is uh one 
I was at a beach and I went into the water and I sliced my foot open from heel to toe and it was filled with like sand and like lots of rocks and stuff but because we were at the beach and so deep in I couldn't get up to somewhere to clean it out so they put Purell in my foot and it was the worst oh. thing ever and I'm like forever traumatized by that. Second thing is at the same beach uh, there was a high tide one weekend and there was a bunch of little jellyfish that swam onto shore but they didn't have their singers out they were kind of like more like they honestly look like a silicone implant. Uh, so women on the beach were putting them in their bras no, like they were implants. No. Oh, honey. Which one is disturbing and two is really sad for the jellyfish and I hope they're okay. Uh, so my history of the beach is just bad. Uh, that paired with just like knowing how dirty the ocean is, knowing what people do in the ocean, knowing that excuse my language, knowing that whales ejaculate into the ocean and that it must be buckets upon buckets just makes it so I don't want to go in there unless it's something like a tropical island or like nice Florida water in comparison to New Jersey, you know. Um, do you, you don't really have beaches by you or anything because you're in the Midwest, yeah? I mean, we have like for the Great Lakes, I think like there's like, I don't even think you would consider it a beach, but it's like a coast almost for the Great Lakes, but it's not really, I wouldn't mm-hmm. even consider it anything like that. Yeah. yeah yeah so do you have like a other than being just scared of the ocean do you have a general like for it or is it just like after you saw that mm-hmm. video you're just done <laughs> you know I really enjoy the coast I really wouldn't mind living by a coast but there's just something menacing about the water man I just you know there's like mm-hmm. I just don't think really humans we just I don't think we belong out there you know uh, I yeah you know, it's just so it's deep. With- you, 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 I mean, after so much pressure, like if your body goes under so much water, like you're basically like your body like implodes. Like we're just not designed to be out there. <laughs> so like for me, it's just like I would rather appreciate the ocean from a distance, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like not even to get into like the natural disaster side but the stuff that happens with that is like terrifying that i just don't want to live that close like i want to get my scuba license but like i don't want to go like deep sea scuba i want to go in like fucking like lakes and locks and stuff like that and like Mm -hmm. explore that yeah i know uh yeah (laughs) yes i watch these guys on youtube who will like uh take they'll go scubaing in like a local lake or something and they'll take like their metal detector and like find people's phones and return them I to love them that. or like find all this random stuff yeah it's really cool so like that stuff's cool to me and i love um caves right so like getting to see caves and be in there but i just know that it freaks me out to get to like deep sea scubaing and, and stuff like that I just feel like if I saw something weird, it's like the people that swim with sharks. Like, you're already fucking mine. I'm sorry. I would not. totally do that. You want to go to cage? I totally Erica. would. I totally would. I would totally swim with sharks. But, like, I don't think I could ever do, like, um, so there's this, like, uh, like submarine place that does, like, deep sea dives to the Titanic. And the submarine, yeah, there's two different submarines that they do. And one is, like, where it has, like, uh, it's almost like it's just a tiny little submarine, but you can see out of the front. Well, there's two different ones. And I was like, no fucking way would I ever do that. I'll, I'll link I'll link the page for it. So if anybody listening ever wants to, you know, like check out the the submarines that goes to the Titanic, you can. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's crazy intense. I'm like, no, man, submarine life. Not for me. Not for now. Just the water pressure and everything alone would just be way too overwhelming. Yeah, Ugh. that sounds very cool, though. We have a very realistic fear just because we don't know what's out in the ocean. We've said, I think, last week, like, we're cool going to space. We're cool with, like, existing here. The ocean is too much. 
And I don't know if people feel the same way who are listening. Um, Let us know your thoughts on that. But today's all about cryptids. So while we're talking about the real horrors in the ocean and all the weird stuff, there are a few classics. I mentioned Nessie earlier, which we'll get into today, as well as some other weird cryptid uh, monsters and lore. And I thought that we could just really focus on big creepy creatures. The famous Loch Ness Monster, also known as Nessie, is a cryptid derived from Scottish folklore that is said to live in the Loch Ness, a large lake located in Scottish Highlands. Nessie is said to be very large with a long neck and sometimes claimed to have one or more humps that can be seen above the water. There's been much interest with the public since its first sighting in the early 1930s, and while there have been many sightings and evidence brought forward, nothing has solidified the proof of Nessie actually existing. Uh, I've said before when we talk about like Bigfoot and stuff like Nessie's up there with probably like the most iconic cryptids that people talk about or know about. Uh, You know the Nessie picture, right? Absolutely. Like that's that's just the thing. So uh, the first sighting I mentioned was in uh, 1933 and that was when the paper The Courier published a story of George Spicer's sighting. After that, public interest became popular with countless people writing into the paper about their tales of a fish monster, sea serpent, or dragon in the water of of Loch Ness. Uh, Prior to the 1933 sighting, however, in 1871, D. McKenzie reportedly saw something in the water that resembled a log moving in the water. The object moved slowly at first before disappearing into the water at a faster speed. So it seems like there has been talks of this for a bit not until 1933 when it was published did people start to talk about it more and being like hi i saw this thing too is kind of what we're getting from that we've i think we came across this with bigfoot also is like people don't talk about stuff until other people do and yeah like hey i was there too i saw this thing too which i think is pretty common well i think too people kind of like i don't want to say that like they don't want to come forward but like imagine you say like oh my god i was at the lake today or i was at the lock today and i saw what looked like a, a giant fucking snake in the water people are probably going to be like yeah right. they're going to write you off you know, or like, think you're mentally ill which is usually what exactly. happens exactly and then you're going to be like did i see it and then you question yourself but i think that honestly when it comes down to it like from what i hear like loch ness is fucking massive like it's huge and it's very deep and um i know that there's like connections to it so it's like What's to say? I mean, if they can get, if there can be fucking like alligators in in Ohio and like that get through like canals and stuff like that, like how, I guess how couldn't uh, a you know a, another animal go the same way, like the same routes through canals and stuff to get to bigger places? So, you know, do you think that it is as is described, like with that shape? Like when you think about Nessie, do you think that's a pretty accurate thing, or do you think people are exaggerating the truth on the shape and size, like? I mean, if it's a creature that's kind of evolved over time, it's probably massive, you know what I mean? Or at least a little bit bigger. Um, I I don't have doubts that Nessie, you know, if they were like, okay, we found Nessie, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like that, that's something I could totally see, you know, would exist. Do you, do you, I kind of what feel like you? it's like a, like a dinosaur descendant, like, like something that yeah, could have just, yeah. because we're finding fish all the time that are like from that period that are just, so I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that could totally be plausible. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I feel like sea serpents and stuff would totally make sense. You see gi- you see huge eels and like I, we talked about giant squid earlier. You see like all the time. Like that, so I think something like that could definitely exist. Uh, I want to believe those pictures, you know. I want to believe it. 
Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, the thing is, is they've never really been debunked, you know, um, for them being taken. The kind of the nice thing about some of this older footage from these like, you know, 50s, 60s and earlier sightings is that it was harder to manipulate film, you know. So these sightings that people have that are documented in that way, it's it's for people to go back and look, you know, it's way harder back then to manipulate things and to, to fake um, sightings like, you know, people do all the time now with like Bigfoot and stuff. So, um, you know, I want to believe this is one of those like Mulder moments where I'm like, I want to believe, you know? Yeah. They also, I've like read stuff where of course people are like, if it existed, there would have been more sightings or there would have been more stuff. Cause like, obviously well, not necessarily. More... Yeah. yeah that... But like, I think when you compare it to Bigfoot who has like so many sightings and experiences, people are like, that can't be true. Um, but I have seen that there is like theories that the Loch Ness itself would not be able to contain Nessie as big of a creature as they're making it out to be. So that's like a big theory too, but it's huge. So I don't like, I don't see how that's not a thing. And Um, like who says it like eats meat or anything, you know what I mean? This thing could be surviving off of like kelp and weird, like little, like, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I'm here for it. I'm here for all the weird shit. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Similar to Nessie, there's actually another sea serpent called Bessie that's kind of like, I I live in Ohio, so we've got the Great Lakes. It's, you know, this magical place, right? (laughs) And Bessie is one of the cryptids kind of known in the the Midwest. And Bessie is essentially uh, the Lake Erie monster. Uh, it's considered a sea serpent, uh, and it's been sighted a couple times on the coasts of, um, the Great Lakes, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's got the same kind of, like, um, sea serpent, uh, kind of vibes as, like, um, I don't know, like a giant snake in the water. My thing is, though, is if you've ever heard of a lamprey, a lamprey is this disgusting, eel-like creature I'm telling you, okay, (laughs) she's looking it up right now, and I'm telling you when you see it, you're going to be like, is this in deep space or is this on Earth? And my dear, yeah. So those exist. Okay, I'll I'll make sure I post a picture of a lamprey. But lampreys exist in Lake Erie. And basically, uh, they started being sighted in the canals there, um, especially due to them making more canals um, in like the early uh, 1830s. So lampreys have been in the area since then. Uh, They say that they only get to about up to like two feet in length, but they do bite humans. Like, they'll latch on to you. Um, And so, like, the biggest one they've ever found is two feet. But in my opinion, I'm like, who's to say that's the absolute biggest one that's there? You know, what if someone was, you know, off the coast and there was, like, this mutant one that was there and it's just, like, 10 feet long. And, of course, in the water you're going to be like, oh, my God, it's a sea serpent, you know? Because if you see a lamprey and you see a 10-foot fucking lamprey, you're going to be like, that's a sea monster, yeah, absolutely. They, I mean, the, like the the circle, the, it's got like almost a circle mouth and just imagine all these like tiny little rigid teeth in there and it just no. like sucks on you. Uh, but yeah, the the weird thing is, is while, <laughs> while jumping on this, like when I was researching lampreys, there's actually a, a, a dish that um, I don't remember where this is, but it's a dish called Bordelaisa and it's actually where they cook the lamprey and it's like boil in its own blood. Hmm. How gross is that? That sounds disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, what? I would not want to eat this thing. It's disgusting. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm like, this thing looks terrifying. No, no. Apparently, lampreys were considered like a fine meal for like kings and stuff and monarchs. Yeah, back in the day, like this shit was considered like top tier, like 
apparently it tastes great, but I'm telling you, this stuff looks like it's it's terrifying. It looks terrifying. So yeah, I don't know. When it comes to Bessie, I've never seen anything. You know, that we have some teams. I think like the the Cleveland hockey team is like the Lake Erie Monsters. Like, you know, people play up, you know, the Bessie legend. But um, I've never encountered anybody who's seen it. And, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, there's been a couple sightings and, you know, they just kind of ran with it. So I think at this point, it's time to talk all about Krakens. Yeah. Yes. Krakens are also like, you hear about Cthulhu, you hear about Krakens, you hear about things like that, of course. This, to me, is like the sea monster, right? Like it's the it's the big it's the big bad. It's the big thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. This is the one that you always see like images of, like people painting these beautiful, beautiful paintings where it's just a ship and then it's being overtaken by these giant arms. Like <laughs> So the Kraken is kind of loosely based off of the giant squid, which its uh, name is Architeuthis ducks. Um, it's a legendary sea monster, usually uh, of enormous size and is said to appear off the coast of Norway. Uh, that's kind of where the, it all originated. Um, they derive from superstitions and myths due, the, due to the early reports of semen in the water. Kraken was first described in the book Viago Centrionale by Italian writer Francisco Negri. Uh, it followed the accounts of Danish-Norwegian uh, historical writings by missionaries like Hans Poulsen Agid. I hope I pronounced that oh, right. Oh, girl, you did amazing. I'd be stumbling over every letter. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, those were some of the first recollect, uh, recollections of, you know, people's uh, accounts of the Kraken. Um, so basically, uh, Francesco Negri uh, wrote in his book, Viago Cetetrianale, uh, and he described the, the Kraken as a type of like giant fish of massive size, which had arms and many horns. He also said it was similar to a sea serpent in the book. Um, and then after that, Hans Agid, uh, a Danish-Norwegian missionary, described the Kraken in detail in some of his accounts and said it actually had many similarities with the Icelandic lore of the Hafgufa, a legendary Icelandic sea monster. Uh, which some people kind of think it might have even been a whale. But uh, this Hafgufa inhabited Iceland's seawaters. Um, so, you know, you have those accounts of those two travelers. Uh, you know, you've got an Italian man and then you've got a, a, a Norwegian Danish uh, missionary who's been traveling. And then after that, you also had uh, Bishop Pontopidin, who described the Kraken in 1753. Um, Pontopidin uh, identified the Kraken as an octopus of tremendous size and wrote of its uh, reputation of capsizing many boats, uh, leaving the crewmen to fall to their doom into the icy waters. Um, Pontopidin, I believe, also went back and forth on... Um, Basically, uh, a couple things about the Kraken saying, you know, it could be this, it could be that. It was a giant octopus. It was a, you know, he, he kind of went back and forth trying to kind of almost battle himself and what he thought it was. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, these are some of the earliest recollections of the Kraken. And they, they originate, you know, early in the, like the 1700s. So, you know, the legends of the Kraken have been around, especially since, you know, you had more people exploring the ocean, traveling all over. Um, and, I mean, think about it before, you know, humans were like traveling the oceans there wasn't really i mean it was like free zone for these giant ass monsters you know <laughs> like so i mean the kraken to me is always really really interesting just for the simple fact that you know we do already know that giant squids exist is it really out of the realm of possibility that there is a super ultra giant one in our oceans <laughs> yeah especially like one the ocean's so big and undiscoverable discoverable too there's the ability for like 
radiation or something or like you know like the equivalent of something like that where it's like things can develop over time so i'm i'm very intrigued by that i will say quick little dumb note uh there is a kraken sports team for the nhl remember how we talked about how there should be more yeah. sports teams that is yeah. a thing that was coming up a lot while i was looking it up i was like this there's is also man. a kraken liquor which looks really oh, yes. cool i don't really it's drink good. but hell yeah yeah it's good it's actually very good yeah see i i would imagine it would be good but i mean the kraken is always one you've always i mean i feel like everybody's probably heard of the kraken oh, yeah. like yeah but i mean i honestly I could see something like the Kraken totally existing, especially since they're like, there's been like giant squids washing up that are like literally bigger than men. And they're like, that's actually a small one. And I'm like, what? They said 43 feet was the biggest one at that time that they recorded. I don't know if I missed anything else. 43 feet. feet. How tall are you? (laughs) Like you're, you're, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm like the tallest person on a good day. (laughs) It's probably like six, five. Yeah. You know? That now, to add huge. to add to the creepiness of the Kraken, I mean, if I went on this huge uh, like thing researching like the insides of the squid, and like squids have giant beaks, and basically these beaks basically are solid at the tip. They're very very hard at the tip, and then the beak kind of like dissolves almost into water as it gets closer to the tissue of the actual squid. But this thing acts as almost like a like extremely sharp kitchen knife or or scissors just, that just literally can cut through anything. And so when it like eats its prey, it usually takes the beak and it snaps the 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 back of the vertebrae and it like paralyzes its prey. And then when it goes into its mouth, then you've got to encounter the the hundreds of tiny little teeth that are along and it's radula which is basically its tongue is like covered in all these little teeth that have to grind everything up so small because its esophagus actually travels through its brain so like you've got this giant fucking creature that just that just eats you in just such a terrible terrible way Ugh. yeah could you, you get smacked mm. by one tentacle you're out just think about the other thing kind of the cool thing too i uh was was as was reading some of these earlier accounts of where these people would talk about the kraken and they'd say uh sailors oftentimes when they were out at sea they would think that they hit an island out in the middle of um the the sea because all these fish would be coming up and then they'd hit land all of a sudden they'd be fine and then the land would come out from under them and it would actually cause a maelstrom, um, which is kind of like a whirlpool, causing people to basically be lost in it, lost in it because they thought it was land and it was actually a kraken. And then he moved, and then everybody just like went down in this giant whirlpool maelstrom, and it was just chaos. But man, the early days of the water exploration, I tell you. I mean, while we're talking about you know sailors and and seamen and stuff uh we could definitely talk about mermaids and sirens because i feel like that kind of goes hand in hand um i'm only gonna do a a short bit because i know the next time we talk about the ocean we want to go more into like sailor lore and and i'm feeling like we'll probably find a couple like mermaid or siren stories that would be interesting to me i've always thought that mermaids and sirens are very similar in looks uh but while researching a lot of sirens are kind of like similar to birds i don't know if you've seen like more in like greek mythology they have kind of like a bird shape going on uh which is really interesting but there are depictions of them as more like human normal women and then mermaids as well um so mermaids are creatures that appear in many tales in different cultures worldwide, including Europe, Asia, and Africa. Uh, mermaids are supposed to uh, 
I'm sorry. Mermaids are described as an aquatic creature with the head and upper body of a female human and the look of a fishtail. Uh, and similar to mermaidian looks, sirens are often described as like the evil temptresses that lure sailors to their death, while mermaids are often more peaceful, nonviolent creatures that try to live their lives away from humans. Uh, I think everybody here has seen The Little Mermaid growing up. That is a very like classic thing you hear about the mermaids in just different lore and stories peter pan yeah. things like that um so for me i remember I, I can't remember if it was there was a movie uh oh peter pan like the one that was like with the the real actors in it where they were like oh we were only pretending to drown her like that's the whole like joke of the mermaids but that's supposed to be more of like a traditional like siren yeah. trade is supposed to be more of like the dark lore for that which i think is interesting um same with i guess like you know those little mermaid creatures in Harry Potter when everybody's like, it's, oh, it's the fourth yeah, book. Goblet of Fire. Yeah. They kind of, yeah, they kind of remind me yeah. of that too, like with yeah. depictions of them. So that's really yeah. interesting. I will say uh, I I have not really seen a lot of sirens depicted in um, popular culture. You know, I thought the last American mm-hmm. Horror Story was supposed to be sirens, but then it ended up being like meth head vampires what (laughs) and then um i will say though what we do in the shadows the tv show actually had a siren on the last season and she was part bird yeah so i i honestly didn't know that sirens were you know mostly like kind of seen as like part bird part woman type thing but yeah yeah so that seems like mostly like greek mythology and like lore with that will just be like very beautiful women and then it shows them with like these like harpy almost looks to them where they're like birds kind of um and then i've always thought that they were just traditionally like side by side with mermaids because there's like even a siren tv show and like obviously they're they lure men with their with their voices and their you know good looks and stuff like that but i've always found that really interesting and i just wanted to mention them because i'm sure we'll probably find like a a story or two uh when we discuss more of like the oceany side of sailors and seamen and experiences like that for sure for sure because i feel like mermaids just like the kraken have kind of been like depicted in like old like uh like paintings and stuff over time too but this next one's kind of my favorite story that i read (laughs) if you want to talk about it i'm actually really excited to hear about this this was like my favorite thing that i read for this whole okay so the ninja is another cryptid that is uh, of the sea. And it's kind of described to be like more of a whale-like creature uh, with similarities to, uh, similarities to humans, like they have a face. Uh, they're said to have extremely pale skin. Um, and uh, some stories say it has extremely large limbs and arms and hands uh, that can be up to 100 feet long. So we're talking something that's like really crazy light looking. <laughs> so the creature is said to have a large slit-like mouth and gaping eyes. Do you think that it sounds like anything like, do you think it's like more of like a, like a a squid or do you think it's more of like a seal or? To me, like in reference to something. Yeah. They, they kind of remind me of like beluga whales. Like when I, when you look at the art references and just like the way that it's described and stuff, uh, (laughs) that is like, it looks like a beluga whale humanoid to me, like, which is like the closest thing I could think as far as like coloration and shape of it. Um, Other than that, I mean... I don't know what else it could possibly be. What's interesting about this, and what we'll talk about more too, is like there's pictures of it from Google Earth that are 
like pretty relevant. Have you seen those? No, I haven't yet. So yeah, that's why I kind of walk because this kind of is a little bit different than any other of the cryptids that we've talked about. Because most of the cryptids we've talked about are kind of based on like sea serpents, eels, and squids, which we know do exist in the ocean. But this is kind of like one of the more, I would say, unique cryptids of the ocean. Um, so the legend of the Ninjin started with Two Channel. Uh, and this is where members of a whale research ship off the coast of Antarctica claimed to witness uh, the Ninjin surfacing near their ship. Uh, the creature originally uh, was thought to be a submarine by the crewmates of the ship. Uh, so when they went to go look it out, uh, look up the submarine and check it out, uh, it actually vanished into the waves. So then they were like, uh, WTF. <laughs> Um, so after that event, another event happened uh, that added to the mystery of the Ninjin, uh, and this happened in 2005 when Google Earth captured images off the coast of Namibia of what numerous people believed to be the Ninjin. Now, skeptics of the sighting rebutted the sighting, saying that, no, it's not an Ninjin. What you're actually seeing is an iceberg. That just looks fucking weird. But a lot of people still to this day think that what they saw was a sea monster. Now, to add to all those weird sightings of the Ninjin, uh, another sighting happened in 2010 when a Japanese ocean research company published a YouTube video. Um, we'll post that in our uh, Cat Cryptid Reddit. Um, showing the ocean life that they had observed while doing uh, their duties of ocean research. Uh, near the end of the video, uh, there is a large, creator, a large creature spotted that had small eyes and a large, like, smiling-like slit mouth uh, that uh, was seen lying on the ocean floor. <clears throat> now, some people think that this is the infamous Ninjin that they spotted and some people say that it's uh you know it could be like a snaggle to snake eel or you know some other random sea creature since the the ocean is full of weird weird shit <laughs> um but uh Basically, the unknown user posted the underwater footage depicting the large uh, ninjin-like creature, uh, and that's what people believe it to be, a ninjin. So we'll make sure to post all of these things that show, um, you know, like the Google Earth sighting, the, um, the YouTube video, and anything else that can kind of, like, back up these stories of the ninjin. We'll post those on our Camp Cryptid Reddit so you can check it out. And, you know, if you have any sightings, you know, let us know. <laughs> The thing with the snaggletooth eel thing is, like, that shit does, first off, it doesn't even look real, but of course it's an ocean creature, so it looks like that. And second off, it's, like, doesn't even look similar to what they're <laughs> describing. I would understand if you, I sent you them as well. Yeah. Um, if you look at the, the thing, I can understand maybe thinking it's an iceberg, but it straight up looks like a big fucking creature. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So I just, I... Depictions of it are weird, yeah. like the drawings that people are putting out there. I don't know if that's entirely accurate, but I could believe that something like this is in there. I mean, I just think that our ocean is so vast and it's so massive and there are so many trenches and caves and there's just so much stuff that we have not. I mean, we're literally discovering thousands of different species on land still. Every every year there's thousands of species, whether it be, you know, something small like a bug or, you know, a tiny little monkey that they found. You know, we're still discovering stuff in our own, like, on land. Can you imagine? Always. Like, yeah. Can you imagine if we actually put the time and resources into our ocean that we do, like, space, space exploration and stuff? I'm not saying that we shouldn't explore space. Absolutely. But I'm saying, like, find out what we can about our planet because we've got so many species that are so diverse and just so, like, that defy so many. I don't know. It's just, it, to me, it's just crazy. When you see things that are, like, fluorescent and lighting up in, like, neon lights on the ocean floor, I'm like, I mean, bioluminescence 
there's just so many different things that can't be explained. So, mm-hmm. yeah. The bioluminescence is always so interesting to me, too. But, yeah, I mean, with all these, like, what all these sightings, I guess, like, what do you think they could all be? Do you think that, like, people are seeing Ninja and Kraken and stuff like that? Or what do you think that some of these sightings could be, like, I, I guess, misidentified as? Um, well, yeah, like, we, we talked about how, like, I feel like Ninja's, like, maybe a, a beluga whale yeah. as far as, like, references uh to what it could look like like that's i don't even know if they're native in that ocean at all but that's the closest like description to me uh they also said there's a a chance that it is an aquatic sloth um possibly a descendant of a philosophers i don't even know how to fucking say that but i will post it in our like as well because it's unbelievable um so i think there are like small things to theories for me it's like there's no explanation for nessie like there's nothing that could be that big uh last week we talked about um a cryptid in ireland where it was like they said it was like a bunch of seals so i think everybody will like have a reason for something i know that they try to debunk nessie i know they try to debunk stuff but like i feel like most of these things could be real i feel more believable for an ocean thing than some of like the on land cryptids yes i I agree i uh we posted a nice little poll on our camp cryptid twitter basically asking if people believe um yes or no if they believe nessie could be you know uh exist and most people said you know it was it was like a 55 percent to like 45 percent but most people said they thought that you know nessie could be real Mm mm-hmm Another one that I did was uh, I did do a poll asking if people believed that a megalodon could still ad- exist. And 60%, almost, almost, honestly, 70% of people said they wouldn't be surprised if, like, some, yeah. if, like, you know, scientists came out and said, hey, we found a megalodon. <laughs> but it's like, what if we discover something like that? Then what do we do? I did run across this, um, this article while doing this research. And, and basically, it was about this Australian research company that tagged sharks. And they tagged great white sharks. And uh, there was a 10-foot great white shark that they had tagged. And in the middle of the ocean, they noticed that it, uh, in a matter of seconds, like, took a deep dive in the deep water, um, like, uh, 1,600 feet down. And its heart rate rose. And they still don't know to this day what took down this, like, giant great white shark. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're all like, what is that? Yeah. I mean... there are giant squids, you know, absolutely. But, like, we have to think, like, this ocean is just so vast. And, I like, try to not be the government conspiracy one of the group, and I know I am. <laughs> but I'm, like, I'm fully convinced that there is, like, a fucking, like, facility somewhere. Like, a Godzilla moment where they oh. have it all locked up. Like, I just know that something like that exists, and you cannot convince me otherwise. But I just have, like... I try to be fun with my conspiracies, but I really feel like stuff like this is, like, what the government would have, 100%. Um, Well, you would think that they would just have, like, some bearing on what's going on in the ocean, you know? Like, the ocean is very important. So I just, uh, I mean, if Godzilla existed, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, a giant dinosaur-like thing came out and just ruled the world. And Well, girl, you know that the people, like, still try to act like dinosaurs weren't real you know people still (laughs) believe that right so if if people think to them like dinosaurs are cryptids yeah you know what i mean so like the average cryptid to me could be real because that's that's my theory for that one of the things i read actually i don't even i i get on reddit and it's like you know 
Someone linked people like someone actually linked a thing where they think dinosaurs are a hoax, and that the one of the things they said is like, why is it that when when um if there were so many dinosaurs, why is it when there's like quarries dug, why why aren't their bones found all the time? And I'm like, bitch, you know how many humans have existed, and anytime you you dig a thing, do you think you're gonna find human bones? So silly, but yeah, sorry, <laughs> tangent. No, no, yeah, that's that's. I really want to do an episode focusing on like weird conspiracies like i don't want to do all the sad annoying like actual not all right conspiracies because like things like that to me are so like let's debunk them let's see if we could do it because it's just like bizarre in nature um and there's so many just weird unexplained i mean the, the weirdest i'll get is the hollow earth i think i totally could get behind hollow yeah. earth yeah and i guess that that could kind of go in line with uh, uh some of the things we we're talking about because if there are like caves and stuff in hollow earth and and to me i'm all about patterns you see patterns everywhere and they're always repeated so if you've got patterns in lakes you've got patterns basically where icebergs have been you know caving out different things you're gonna have caves and stuff in the ocean that lead to different places like cave systems across the entire world are so vast and so intense it's just like there could be so much living and then it's like a whole descent moment where it's like are there like these little like sub creature humanoids like thriving and and acting like they're little bats and like living like they would be in the descent you know are there these giant fucking kraken type things that are also living in these you know i don't know who knows yeah absolutely yeah i just think that Again, the ocean's big, so we could do so much with this. We talked about swamp creatures before on the podcast. There's definitely more talk about that. There's more yeah. uh, just, you know, we talked about the Queen Mary, so we could talk about haunted ships. Like, there's definitely more yeah. to the ocean. This is definitely a, a one part to a million, honestly. And yes, yes. It's just something to me that could be very believable. Like, if you have dinosaurs, which are real, I think you could have descendants of that that are just as creepy, big yeah. sea creatures. That's just how yeah. I feel about it. I agree. Um, before we move on to films, is there anything else you want to add on here? I guess well, I guess my only big thing is like since sea creatures are kind of like a worldwide phenomenon, uh, if you have a, a you know experience or you know you've seen anything while at an ocean or even if you've been on a lake or something weirds happened, uh, do let us know. Uh, we have like a little contact us section on our uh, website at campcryptipodcast.com. Please let us know if you have any type of sea lore. You know, your family grew up as seamen and you know you're the sixth grandson of a great admiral, you know, who explored and, and battled the Kraken. Please do let us know because I am just like, I'm so fascinated by the sea. I, I'm dying for someone to be like, oh my gosh, I experienced a giant squid that attacked my fishing boat while yes. fishing for tuna or something crazy i wish where are the fishermen at please come i tell know the story. <laughs> um, we need we need your input <laughs> yes so that makes me think of just like every movie ever right like you yeah. hear about jaws classic classic sea creature yes. horror film um my one of my personal favorites is creature from the black lagoon right classic classic, classic. just like he he goes with swampy stuff too that's fine yeah, um one I remember seeing in theaters, which I don't know if you've seen before, is Deep Blue Sea. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hell oh, cool, yeah. Jay Girl. I've seen yeah. it like 18 times. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. And I, and I know that. But it's so good. <laughs> probably, like, we should just stigmatize the amount of shark attacks that happen versus, like, yeah. movies like this, of course. But, like, yeah. I, I love a good dumb shark movie. Yeah, um, I agree. 
one I really love though is Piranha. <laughs> like the more recent adaptation. It's so dumb because it's like Piranha 3D and it's like just little also okay. Side note. When you were a kid, you watched so many things that were like about quicksand and piranhas yes. and you thought yes. like this would be more of a common occurrence in your life i definitely was on the piranha side of things i always thought that there would be piranhas in oceans or whatever it's not yeah. true so this movie speaks to me as a child because that shit fucking scared me uh and it's a very dumb horror movie so if anybody hasn't seen it uh I... yeah but piranhas are terrifying you yes. know that's part of the reason i i love to explore and i would love to go to the amazon and do like one of those like river cruises yes. and maybe go do some ayahuasca or somewhere i don't know yeah <laughs> but basically like ter- like it's terrifying like the amazon is honestly huge i mean that in its own we could probably do one on the creatures of the amazon because fuck the anaconda is terrifying but yeah, man, piranhas. I'm right there with you. They're terrifying. Yeah, um, we mentioned Godzilla earlier. He's technically yeah. a cryptid, I guess you would say, of the ocean because you know yeah, he's in there. The yeah. lizard cryptid. Yeah. Um, what cute, else? Though. What he's else did cute. you like? I mean, to go back to Deep Blue Sea, we got the Meg. Have you seen? Yeah, that one? the Meg was good. <laughs> I actually Girl, really liked that one. That shit was big as hell. Absolutely not. Yeah. That's, so that's, I. Ugh. Yeah, so that goes back to the Megalodon, you know, and if we really do think that a giant shark like that exists. Now, if you really honestly look up, like, the 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 Megalodon, we're talking, like, when you think of a, the biggest great white shark you can imagine, this thing just would, that, that the Megalodon would, like, shit one of those out. Like, yeah. this thing is, like, gigantic. So, terrifying. Terrifying. Ugh. Those shark movies, man. They're so great. damn good. I guess when we think about Godzilla, we could do Cloverfield. Oh, that technically was like yeah, a yeah, yeah. Cloverfield's Godzilla-ish. so cool. We're supposed to we were supposed to get more stuff from that, which makes me really yeah. sad. Um, because I think that was like one of the more interesting. Like I love found footage movies, and I love just the concept yes. of that. So, you know, every time I talk to somebody about Cloverfield, they love it. Like everybody yeah. loved Cloverfield. Yeah, they need more of it. We need yeah. more. I'm very big on it. good like found footage movies, and that was really nice. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Lake Placid. Yeah. I actually feel like I just watched that recently, too. <laughs> Betty White's in that, actually, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, like, the one scene I remember from watching that as a kid. Yeah. Um, it's just her scene in it. And it gives it away at the beginning, too, because they're like, oh, there's an old couple that lives by the thing. Like, right at the beginning, you're like, oh, damn. They gave it away right at the beginning, and we didn't even know. <laughs> I know she looks so cute too. I know. And you, yeah. I mean, so I feel good. it because that would be my ass feeding a fucking alligator, being like, "No, we're best friends." <laughs> yep. Oh God, so the good. Big as fuck. Oh, the lighthouse. Have you seen that? Is I feel like is that where it's kind of like mermaid type, alien type thing. So I haven't seen this. I'm pretty sure it's an A24 film, which is one of those you know like hereditary, yeah. everything else. Uh, yeah, this is yeah. a. Um, it's like a lighthouse keeper kind of movie. So it goes, I think yeah. it's a fit more so maybe for like next week. But I think we should watch it because I think maybe yeah. it will be good. Um, it's supposed to, it's supposed to be like a contemporary take on um, Edgar Allan Poe's poem, The Lighthouse. Um, yeah. It was unfinished story. So it's supposed to be like based on that. And it's supposed to be very good. It's a black and white film. Um a24 is very into like you know their artsy horror films for sure yes. so yes. i know people really liked it i know some people who just didn't think it was great um 
I I think it's something we should watch. And also Robert Pattinson stars in it, which is enough. Oh, we love him. And William Defoe's in it too. Oh, Cedric. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like <laughs> that's one baby. Maybe we can get campers to watch it also. And then we can talk about it next week. Yeah. With our, um, yeah. You know, our more ghost horror stories of the sea and see what you guys think of it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, what, um, yeah. There's uh, The Abyss and The Sphere uh, were two movies that kind of came to mind. When it comes to like underwater stuff, uh, the sphere was really great because it has, I think it, it's got Samuel L. Jackson in it. And the premise is that he's reading like Jules Verne's uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And when he's like reading it, things like kind of come to life. So there's like jellyfish and like a giant squid and stuff like that. So, um, and then one of my favorite, one of my favorite movies ever is Water Rolled with Kevin Costner. I've never seen that. Oh my god, it's it's literally it was like literally one of the most expensive films of all time to do. Like absolutely so crazy, but the premise is that basically I think global warming is hit and that uh basically humans have had to like basically build these like kind of like almost settlements on the water and uh they're all searching for land because they haven't seen land in so long and they find this little girl who's got like uh, a tattoo of where the land is. And so there's like the bad guys trying to get this little girl and Kevin Costner is like this uh, evolved human who can actually swim underwater because he's evolved to have gills and shit. So it's corny, but, you know, I mean, I'm I'm here for a, like I'm here for a good corny <laughs> horror movie. And I, I like a lot of the ocean yeah. ones for sure. Underwater has Kristen Stewart. In oh, it. OK. OK. Yeah. That, that and, came out like pretty recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so basically they're, like, in, in like, this research thing on the bottom of the ocean floor, and some shit happens, and then there's aliens. Well, I don't know if it's, like, aliens or, like, an underwater life form, but basically it attacks them, so, yeah. And then I also wanted to add this one in because um, this one right here, we've, we've, we've actually touched on this topic a little bit when talking about these, but um, there's an X-Files episode that's actually one of my all-time favorite episodes of X-Files, and it's called The Host. And that episode is basically, it starts out where these, these dudes are, these I think it's like a Russian crew out to sea. And there's something that's like logging up their like water tank. And the guy goes in to check it and the thing attacks him. And as the episode goes on, you find out that this thing is like a mutated like swimming organism that is, is like human-like, but it's almost like parasitic. In that, like, when it attacks, uh, like, basically when it attacks the host, it, like, implants its, like, I don't know, like, it's, like, little, like, parasites into it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I love that one because it's basically, uh, they basically say it originated, like, this thing originated because of, like, uh, mutation from, like, chemical spills and, like, uh, radiation from, you know, nuclear plants and stuff. And we actually have you know, nuclear plants that have, like, leaked into the sea. So who's to say that, you know, that's not mutating some sort of, like, giant fish mm-hmm. organism, so. I know, like, um yeah. another film kind of similar to that is, like, Leviathan, which we didn't have any time to talk about today. Oh, um, yeah. Which, yeah. again, the ocean's so damn big, we don't have time to talk about all this stuff. We'll have to come yeah. back to it. But that's another thing that's very much <laughs> similar to, you know, Kraken um, as far as, like, depictions and yeah. stuff like that. So, um, I know that's an older film as well that uh, gets brought up a lot when you, when you look into stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, I, the thing is, is the ocean, I, I think it's so great because the ocean is so scary. I mean, if you really think about something like the Titanic sinking 
it, imagine how terrifying it would be to be in the middle of the ocean and then as the Titanic is going down, all of the lights go off because it, you're in the middle of the and sea. It's just There's quiet. no light. And unless like the moon was out, yeah. Like you're in pitch black. Like you can't see anything. Like and then below you, you've just got literally thousands of feet of who knows what. And it's just like you can't swim it. Like you can't swim. I mean, people can swim maybe like if you're really good from like a t distance like the English Channel, but we're not talking like you can't really swim anywhere if you're out in the ocean. You're kind of like fucked, <laughs> you know, like, woo. It's not a good time, man. You know, the ocean is scary. That's what I, I guess that's the premise of this. Woo. Yeah. So what do you guys think? So if you're listening and, you know, what, what's your favorite cryptid? Uh, you know, and if we haven't touched on a cryptid, you know, that is, is in the water and you're like, dang, this one's scary too, let us know. Because we are definitely going to be doing more episodes where we discuss the crazy, creepy shit of the ocean. One I'm just throwing in there that we didn't talk about yeah. is The Shape of Water. That's it. That's it. It's not a horror movie. Uh, it's enough for me because it's a movie about a, a sexy fish man and, you know, it gets really intimate. So if you're looking for a dumb thing to watch after, it's a beautiful movie. Have you seen it? I love that. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful, beautiful movie um, about a woman who yeah. uh, sees no. that a fish-like creature has been uh, taken into her place of work. And she decides that he should be freed back into the ocean where he belongs. But before that, they have sex and it is intimate. And it's very, it's very much something. Um, it's really just like beautiful, of course. But um, the one thing <laughs> in the movie is like how it just translates from her having this romantic, like this yeah. freeing moment for him to a romantic moment for this fish dude. And they never show his fish dick. And so after the movie, a bunch of people were making on um, their yeah. web stores or their like um, sex toy sh shops and stuff, d like what they thought it would look like. And he put out a statement being like, it does not look like any of those <laughs> to say that because there was a bunch. So if you're looking for something that's just like lighthearted. Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah. No, that's definitely a fun one. Um <gasps> So he That's thought about what the fish dick would look like, but it did, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You, you could have a whole plot about she fell in love with a fish man, but no, the penis was too much. Please. Put fish dick in film, man. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's too much for me, but. Um, yes, so I'm thinking that this this is definitely one part of many. Um, I don't know if it's next week we're planning on bringing back the next one, but we definitely have uh, interest in talking about, you know, um, more of the ocean we have interest in talking about swamp things we have interest in talking about different types of creatures so if you guys have anything you'd like to submit whether that is your favorite films based on those subjects experiences local legends and lore uh things you just grew up with whatever it is we would absolutely love to hear it so make sure you submit those over to us at campcryptedpodcast.com or through our reddit which is campcryptedpodcast as well also don't forget to check us out on youtube we do put all of our videos um and all of our episodes on youtube uh we are planning to be posting like more ghost hunts and stuff like that so definitely go follow our youtube it's also campcryptedpodcast.com pretty much everything is camp cryptid you can probably find us on uh everything from facebook to instagram to reddit to twitter we're not on tick 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 tack yet tick tock <laughs> we're not on tick tock yet we are technology boomers and that site is a lot but yeah, yeah, I'm no, I'm so bad at TikTok. So maybe, maybe when like I've taken classes on TikTok, I will, will be on 
there. <laughs> um, in addition to YouTube and all that other good stuff, if you go to campcryptedpodcast.com, you will find all the ways to listen to us. If you want to leave a review through Apple Podcast or Spotify, since it's a thing you could do, you could check us out on there and leave one. Uh, we're also available through Podbean and all the ways that they distribute. So if you want to check us out, again, campcryptedpodcast.com, all the ways to find us on social media as well. Until next time, campers, we are Camp Counselor signing off.